0: It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 725, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another Friday show where I play your questions and simply answer them. On all the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you, kind of like an audiobook, with permission from the authors, of course. I like to talk about what the research actually says when it comes to the questions that you send me or the articles that I read to you Monday through Thursday. There are so many myths out there when it comes to these healthy habits. I want to make sure that when you listen to this show, you can expect to hear the truth. Now, I'll let you know how you can send in your own question at the end of the show. But for now, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Hi, Dr. Neal. My question is about probiotics. Um, As someone who has suffered from digestive issues over the years, I have read a lot about them. Um, I have a lot of friends that take them every day, whether they have issues or not. So my question is, is it advisable that mostly everybody incorporates probiotics into their daily health routine? Thank you for your question, Allison. And I'm sorry to hear that you've had some digestive issues in the past. The short answer to your question is no. Probiotics should not be taken by everyone. Prebiotics, on the other hand, which are actually formed when we consume fiber-rich foods, Yes, pretty much everyone should eat those types of foods to help support the microbiome. Now, before I get too far into it, the other day, my wife was watching some Golden Girls reruns on TV. Why, you may wonder? Well, it brings back fond memories. When she was a kid, her parents would allow her to stay up late on Saturday nights and watch the show, even though it was more of an adult show. She says, though, she would usually fall asleep in front of the TV before the show ended, and now she could finally watch them in their entirety and actually understand the jokes. But anywho, while she was watching them, there just so happened to be a commercial for a probiotic supplement that promised to help quote-unquote keep you regular and support microbiome or gut health. What perfect timing. So should probiotics be marketed to everyone like this? Well, no. The average human being already has lots of good bacteria in the gut. We're talking lots of them. It's estimated that each person has anywhere from 10 to 100 trillion of these good bacteria in our intestines. And again, these are good bacteria. They help keep us healthy. What's amazing is that each person's microbiome, this combination of good bacteria, is different. There are lots of different strains or species of these good bacteria within each person, but in different quantities. It's believed that there are at least 400 different species of these good bacteria within each person. It's these different quantities that make everyone's microbiome unique. So, what are probiotics? They are live bacteria that support the health of our microbiome. And yes, foods like yogurt, kefir, and jacult contain lots of probiotics. There are also other versions of probiotics that you can get in pill or powder form. The trouble is, we don't really know how helpful these foods are when it comes to actually increasing the number of good bacteria in the gut. This is because These foods and these supplements have to first pass through the stomach before they get to the intestines where they're supposed to take action. The stomach is a pretty harsh environment for most things. So it's possible that many of these good bacteria are destroyed before they get to the intestines. So as always, I have to rely on actual studies to find out whether probiotics are helpful. Luckily, there are plenty of those. Based on the data I have seen, some probiotics help reduce the symptoms of certain conditions. For example, Some may benefit by taking certain probiotics to relieve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome or IBS. The most common symptoms that probiotics help relieve are diarrhea and cramping. Now, we have to be careful when we supplement with anything, even probiotics. As I've mentioned many times before, the supplement industry is kind of like the Wild West right now. Supplement manufacturers are creating products that aren't being tested by independent third parties. So, they may be putting fillers in their products and marketing them as supplements. It's very possible that you could go out and purchase what you think is a probiotic supplement, but if we were to actually analyze the product to see what it's truly made of, we might find that it contains zero good bacteria at all. Or if the product does contain good bacteria, there aren't enough of them to make a difference. Or they don't contain the right species of probiotics to help with the specific condition. So most of these studies suggest that Getting doses of 1 billion live probiotic cultures may be what's required in order to see any beneficial effects. Also, we have to remember, some of these require refrigeration, whereas others may be stable at room temperature. It really depends on the brand and the probiotic strains. So it's important to carefully read the packaging to find out how best to store the probiotic. And remember, probiotics can also be found naturally in foods too, like yogurt. But there are some folks that would want to stay away from these probiotic supplements. According to the National Institutes of Health, most healthy adults can consume probiotic supplements, but this is assuming that the product is made of quality ingredients, is free of impurities, and is stored properly. Then it's likely safe. Now, the most commonly reported side effects is gas. But for some people, serious side effects have been reported. For those that are seriously ill, like those suffering from cancer or receiving chemotherapy or radiation treatments, or those with already weakened immune systems, or anyone who has recently undergone surgery, young infants, these are folks that would want to avoid supplementing with probiotics. And if we're talking about food sources, natural food sources of probiotics, like milk-based products like yogurt, if you have a milk allergy or are lactose intolerant, I wouldn't recommend consuming those foods. But if you want to increase the diversity and health of your gut microbiome, one of the best things to do is eat foods that help serve as prebiotics. And again, these would be fiber-rich foods. So if you're able to tolerate fiber, you don't wanna consume too much fiber every day because then you'll have other problems. But consuming between 25 and 35 grams of dietary fiber a day is great for most healthy adults. And so foods like, of course, your leafy greens, your beans, your lentils, fruit, especially berries. These are foods that are good sources of dietary fiber and therefore act as prebiotics, which will help support good bacterial growth development in the gut. So prebiotics help your body create probiotics, these good bacteria. So that's one way around consuming probiotic supplements. Consume the recommended amounts of dietary fiber pretty much every day, That will help your body create prebiotics, which will then support the growth of healthy probiotics. And as always, if you decide to make any of these dietary changes, or if you decide that probiotic supplements are right for you, and really that goes for any supplement, not just probiotics, speak to your primary healthcare provider first, just to be sure. Some probiotics can interfere with medications too. Thank you again for the question, Allison you'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you wanna be in the raffle, send me a question. Now's a great time because the next raffle is in just five days. Come by oldpodcast.com slash ask to do that. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. All right, I hope you had a wonderful week. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. Have a fantastic weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism